What up? What up? Welcome <laughs> to episode 1,463. Actually, it's episode 109. That was Mike Dunn and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and let me know how you feel about Mike's Combo intro impersonation right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Today's show, you guessed it. You guessed it from that intro right there. Mike Dunn is back. We discuss shooting and so much more. Always great having Mike on the show. You could follow Mike on Instagram at cmikedunn. That's S-E-E-M-I-K-E-D-U-N-N. You know you could follow me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. How was Miami, man? Dude, Miami was awesome. Miami is an interesting place, though, man. That's only only the second time I've ever been there. Right. Um, I feel. I told my wife we were like. After being around a little bit, you know, like walking around town, going down to South Beach and everything, I was like, man, I feel, I said, people people try so hard to fit or stand out here that they end up, like, all fitting in with each other. You know what's crazy? And I noticed that right when I went there as well. Um, I've been there a few times. Uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of lost souls there that, that kind of find their, <laughs> they, they kind of, they visit Miami and they end up staying there. So, man, shouts out to Miami, whoever listens to Combo's Court, but I got to keep it real. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of lost souls there that kind of they move there when they don't really know what they want to do. You're right, man. I agree with you 100%. Did you see the same yeah. thing? Yeah, it was just it was interesting, man. It was interesting. I I mean, we we had a great time and obviously the experience was awesome. I mean, the food is good, the beaches, the restaurants, the hotels, the it's a, I mean, it's yeah. a great place. I know you went to well, live you, know. on, you went to live on Sunday. I know you, right? Um, well, uh <laughs> I actually uh just ended up Catching the flight home to go see my daughter. Did that. Did that. Skipped live and uh, decided to go and uh, and be a dad. Was that you know a thought? Did it, did it cross your mind? Um, I, it never crossed my mind. Not even never a little bit. I don't urge? think, dude. I don't think in my my like youngest of youngest party go out days that you would have ever seen me at somewhere like live. Live is is it's crazy. That's like a super I'm, club. Yeah, man. I can't do that. I'm really good. At like dive bars, got you. You know what I mean. Like I'm dive- really good at that. But live, like I don't. Well, first of all, my, my bank account wouldn't let me in live. Right. They would, they would smell the middle class on me and tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a following. They might, uh, you know, they might let get you in there if you just post it. You know, one story post, one main post. Mike yeah, Dunn. Yeah. Mike Dunn walkthrough at live. I don't know if the I don't know what demo, value I, what value you bring to live, right? You don't know the value. I don't know if the the demo that I attract on social media is comparable to the demo that walks in and out of live. Right. Right. You got to work at Rob though, right? I did, man. It was it was awesome, man. I and and then you had him on the podcast. So Right, but, Rob Folder, NBA shooting coach for those that are listening. I'm telling you, man, like so I, I've talked to Rob before, um and I He's become a really, really good friend, which has been awesome. Yeah. And somebody that I get to talk to all the time about shooting. And I, I mean it like 110%. And 
10%, which isn't a real number, but I've never been around somebody who is as knowledgeable about the game of basketball as he is and has made me rethink everything about it. Everything about it, man. And it's like, it's so it's not just shooting. Level. It's just his overall knowledge of the game. The knowledge of the game, the movement, how we move, how we teach the game, why we teach the game, the way we teach it starting at young ages. Are we doing the right thing with kids? Like, it, it's made me really look at the big picture of things and, instead of, and, and really kind of challenge the, uh, the, old, the, the, the old school thought. And not to say that what he's doing is necessarily crazy out there stuff, but it's just like a completely different way of thinking about how we teach. So what's the one takeaway, if you could summarize it, that you learned my, new or, you, or that you thought you might have been mistaken about before you met Rob? His whole – the thing that really stood out to me and made me really start to think about things differently is talking about the first time – and he even – he spoke about it on your podcast, but he talks about right. the first time we pick up a basketball and how what we do is – Move around it. We move around it. Right. We, the, we, every, everything that we do is dictated on, on the basketball, whereas – the bas- so the basketball is controlling us rather than us controlling the basketball. And once you start to really understand how that happens, especially in shooting, oh, my gosh, man. Like, you, you can just pick up on things so fast watching a player understand what needs to be corrected, what needs to change. And the player can you, – you can turn somebody with a flawed jump shot into somebody that you're like, oh, wow, that kid's been shooting, shooting a long time. Now, it's not something that's going to stay forever with them because obviously that's where – you're, you're creating a new brain imprint and everything like that. So I, you can get a kid or, or a player to shoot the perfect shot right there in front of you. Right. Will that player continue to work on it to make that the new, the new norm? That, that, that's up to the player. For sure. Shouts to Rob, Ed. He was definitely on the podcast. He always checks on me, too. You know, he hits me up. Uh, talk about a flawed jump shot. Lonzo, man, like, I was just so impressed because I don't think some people really realize how hard that is to change your jump shot in that amount of time and how much work mm-hmm. he actually put into it, you know? Yeah, man, I, I think it's great. I think he, I think the progress on it is awesome. I think the cool thing is that it's it's still in the early stages of of where it will probably end up. And he's like in the middle of a season, which is crazy, you know. Right, right, and it's and it and the thing is, like, it's hard. It's really easy for us to like sit here and talk about what he should do and everything like that, not knowing, like you said, like that process that he probably had to go through was was probably really crazy. But what I mean by that is, I think where his I think his jump shot will look even more different next year but in in a really good way I think he still has some movement to you know get get rid of and make it a little bit more efficient I, I don't like how how far he brings the ball down I think he, there's just a lot of wasted moment movement in a shot right now but I bet man I'm willing to bet that by the time he comes back next year that thing will look even even you know tighter than it is now it's funny it's like probably somebody in music uh, how you look at shooting is like somebody who's like an artist or a musician or a producer. You kind of you, sometimes you might not even be able to enjoy it because you're just like, ah, like you see things that you might not like about it. You know what I mean? Because you're so right. invested into the detail of shooting the basketball where somebody else will be like, oh, that got a lot better, you know, which I think right. got a whole lot better. Obviously, I see a slight issue with the flow of the jump shot still, but I think it's just so much better than before. Right. Right. I just th- I, I just think the way that he's bringing the ball up right now. So if, if you think about it, and, and, and I preach it, keeping the ball closer to the body because we're trying to get – we're ultimately trying to get, like, the perfect geometric arc that you can get on a shot. You, you're trying to get as much trajectory as possible because the more trajectory you get, the bigger the surface area increases. I always tell people, like, you know, you know, you, we all see the picture of, you know, two basketballs in a hoop. Yeah, right, right. 
the only way that happens is if the two basketballs were to drop straight down. Right? That's the right. only way that happens. So I think I've seen it with two people shooting before. Like, just like shooting yeah, yeah. around. Yeah. But, they have to, but the balls have to drop straight down in order for that to happen. For two right. balls to fit through at the same time. Right. So Lonzo's next, the next evolution to me, personally, and me not being in the room and, and speaking out of turn in, turn in terms of this, is him understanding how to create that perfect geometric arc from start to finish. Because right now, that extra motion that he has in his shot starting so low, he, he's, he's, he's going to still shoot an inconsistent, almost flat ball at times. But I, I, think, I do think that where he's going is, is going to be really cool to see. For real, I agree with you. I, I mean, I like what I saw. I think he got it. I mean, I saw the first game. They benched him, too. I don't know why they benched him in the fourth quarter. Um, but he got one off pretty quick, and I thought it looked good. Yo, Philly, man, Philly, you know what I took away from the game? I don't want to get into the details of the game because I want to keep this episode kind of timeless. The only guy that they had to stop, Boston, the only guy that they had to stop or slow down a guy like Ben or Joel was um, is now on the Sixers, you know? I, I don't know. I don't see anybody that can match up with Joel. Or Ben no, at this I mean, point, like defensively, no, like yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That, I I just think the, the thing that scares me about them is their lack of shooting. I think their lack of the the lack of shooting they have scares me. I mean, Tobias will knock them down, um, Jay Rich will knock them down, but I, I think after that, man, like it's it's kind of up in the air in terms of who's going to be able to provide, you know, the shooting. I mean, Thibault, we'll see what he does. I don't, I, I don't, I honestly don't, you know, see him being a knockdown shooter yet. Good defender, um, amazing defender. Man. Yeah, that's that's like a guy that. If I was bringing the ball up the floor and he was he was guarding me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'll just give the ball to somebody else because he's one of those guys, man. He's just gonna he's just gonna dog you the entire game. Just be annoying. Yeah, but I think the East is weak. I honestly, I have them coming out at this point. Yeah, no, I, I think. I mean, I, I still think Milwaukee's gonna be really good, man. I'll tell you what, and like this is gonna sound like a Homer thing to say, but I I think Miami can be really interesting. I think Miami can be more interesting than you think because the pieces they have, do they have some guys that can flat out shoot the ball on that team? Yeah. And and you got a bunch of guys that are buying in to Jimmy, win, Jimmy too. To Jimmy, man. And yeah. like that guy, dude, that guy's a that guy's a different beast. And you get a bunch of people to buy into that kind of culture and that kind of attitude, man, I think sky's the limit for those for those guys. And I think Jimmy's attitude fits with the attitude Miami always had. With like exactly, Pat Riley. man. Yeah. Like they they outwork used to everybody. outwork everybody. They used to have their guards. I remember t- talking to Smush a long time ago about it, even before I had him on the podcast. Um, when we were working out, it was years ago. Uh, he was talking about how, like, I think they they take body fat percentages a lot more seriously there. Oh, like, yeah, man. It's if you come to it's. I mean, they, you they, you've seen it already. Like, if you come to shit, come to contract out of shape, they're send they're sending you home. I wonder what their <laughs> mentality would be with Zion. Yeah, be it'd be interesting. It would be interesting for sure. But I bet. They, they would put whatever resources necessary to invest in him to make sure that he's going to be at the optimal physical, you know, you know, I, I just, I can't, I couldn't see them drafting somebody like that. Number one, and and kind of just letting him drift off and do their thing. They'd probably be taking him under their wing and, and introducing him to the culture there. Yeah. I think I might have John Morant for rookie of the year, man. I don't know how much he's, I don't know how much Zion's actually going to play. And I think, I think John's been under the radar with just how like crazy the league is this year. And Zion, you know what I mean? The Zion hype. I just think he's falling under the radar. I I watched I watched a little bit of a preseason preseason game with him, man, and I didn't I didn't I didn't understand he was as fast as he is. Yeah. Like it's it's he floats, man. He floats. 
Yeah, he floats, and the thing is, he, he changes speeds and he plays with a poise on top of yeah. that athleticism, yeah. which that it's not like he just only uses his athleticism, like let's say a Westbrook, which Westbrook's great, but it's a lot different. He actually has like pace and space and poise, and a- a- his athleticism and speed is just one of his attribute. You know what I mean? Right. Actually, yeah, he plays yeah. a lot. He plays. He plays a lot like me. It's basically. What yeah, yeah, saying. definitely, definitely. It's like kind of. It's kind of like looking in a mirror. I see the similarities in the uh, lateral movement. Exactly, man. Exactly, <laughs> man. Talk to me about your experience guarding Jr. Because I mean, people have been hitting me up a Dude, lot I... about that matchup between me and him. <laughs> like, people just keep DMing me. Like, so I'd like Dude, to. I mean, I, I have, know you had a story against. Him I have a great. Him. I have a great story about this. So, right. Eastern Invitational camp. We get the Eastern Invitation. I didn't know who. I didn't know who he was at first. Nobody right. did, even until the McDonald's game. That's the crazy part. Right, right. right. But, we, but we showed up. Well, he had committed to North Carolina. He had just okay. committed to North Carolina. So we're at Eastern Invitational, and uh, I'm in the same group as him going through all, like, the skill work stuff in the morning. You know what I'm talking about? I don't right. know if you've ever been to Eastern. but Yeah, I have. That was, I have. When Eastern was good. Like, Eastern was a good camp. Yep. And um, we're going through skill work and stuff, and, like, a coach brings us in, and he's like, hey, I don't know if you guys know this. You know how, like, they get all intense, like, I don't know if you know this, but if you want a full scholarship, uh, <laughs> there's only there's only this many available. And he says it, and he looks at Jr. and he said, "Scratch that." And then he subtracted the number by one, and he said, "This man just took another one." He's like, "So what do you?" And it was like his way to get people pumped up. And I'm just like, "All right, whatever, man." And I didn't. That's, I didn't know. Who that's was. so corny, by the way. So corny, man. So yeah. corny. But so I didn't know who Jr. was. But but as time went on, they're like, "Oh yeah, just coming to North Carolina," and obviously like. You know, everybody's watching him play as he starts to, you know, get in the games and everything like that. So it, it comes our time to play them. And we uh we step out on the floor. Now, look, man, I'm not known for my defense. All right. Really? Not, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, despite oh. despite my physique and um, how intimidating I look, I'm not yeah. a defensive guy. You know yeah. what I mean? But anyway, no, I got out you, got the, you. Step out on the floor and all the guys on my team, they're like, all right, I got him. I got him. I got him. Right. Granted, you got to understand, man, we played like 10 games up to this point. I've never guarded a good player. Like, it was always like, hey, Mike, you just take whoever. Whoever's not going to shoot, you take him. So I was like, wait a minute. I, there's only one guy left. And like, yeah, you got JR. Because nobody wanted to guard him. I was like, all right. Guys, really? Let's, let's do it. Nobody wanted to guard him. Man. That's interesting. Nobody wanted to guard him. I know New Yorkers would be like, I'm getting him. No, I'm getting him. <laughs> um, I was, you know what? I was trying to think if that was that was the same year um, – Edgar Sosa was there, and I think Edgar Sosa was like, yeah, yeah let me guard him. But yeah. that was a different I – mean, obviously, I wasn't on the team. But okay. um, so I ended up guarding the man the whole game, and my man literally came down every time he touched it and shot the ball three feet in front of half court. Every single possession. Every possession. And, Crazy. Uh, he made two of them. Stop so, the, the, the defensive stopper, Mike Dunn. I'm the, uh, there dude, it I'm is. the defensive stopper. I'm the defensive stopper. He made two threes. He had six points. To my six points, I had two threes, and and I hit a three quarter jump shot with time expiring to win the game. Really, to make it to make it nine points, right? People rushed the floor. People are going crazy. It was a playoff game. People are going crazy, and then the refs waved it off. And I swear to this day, they waved it off one hundred percent due to the fact that they just wanted that team in the championship game at Eastern Invitational. That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. I would have turned to that coach that was in stations. 
you know, doing that that corny stuff. Take that, man. <laughs> I should I would have been like subtract another one. <laughs> I just took his scholarship. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was the same thing when I was matching up against him. And what, what's impressive about him, obviously, he's like an above average NBA talent, like just mm-hmm. talent wise. Um, his transition to his dribble to his jump shot is really good. Yeah, really man. good. He's a phenomenal. We were talking about it, man. He's such yeah. a phenomenal athlete. Like, and a, a phenomenal athlete. And really athlete. strong, really strong. The weird thing about the weird thing about it, though, was when I was guarding him, I realized he knew – what he was going to do, it was like predetermined. Like, he's like, I'm going to shoot a jump shot this play when he's dribbling the ball across half court. You know what I mean? But looking back at it now, I never really noticed it while I was watching it. But thinking about it, he really does play like that, though. Like, he knows he's going to shoot the ball. Obviously, it's different when you have, like, a LeBron on your team. You know, you're going to play off LeBron. You're going to get catch and shoot. You're going to get loose ball, like, opportunities. Right. So it's a little bit right. different than when you're just bringing the ball up every time. And obviously, he's valuable because he could shoot and he could defend. But that's right. what I noticed most about yeah. him. Yeah, phenomenal play. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised the team hasn't picked him up, man. Just, I mean, his, his shooting is so valuable. Right. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I think Lakers are interested now. But, um, yo, I wanted to shift to, to Houston. Yo, the Westbrook is like, it's crazy that they signed him. In a way, obviously, you, if you want to take a top, I think he's like a top 12 guy. I mean, you get him, like, when you could get him. But he's, like, the anti-analytics guy. Like, he's shooting, like, a bunch of mid-range jump shots. I'm, like, the nerds, like, in the office in Houston are probably, like, <laughs> killing themselves right now because he's just shooting, like, these off-the-dribble mid-range jumpers. I mean, he's not efficient from three. So it's kind of, like, the opposite of what they do, you know? I can't, wa- I can't watch them play, man. Like, I can't, I can't watch that team. I-, I haven't been able to watch the Rockets play for a while. Like, I just can't get down with – that that how they play and that's just that's just me personally and and they're phenomenal players man they're like Russell Westbrook is a you're right top twelve I mean are you could argue top ten yeah West or James Harden obviously top five player right right but the way they the way they play is just it's hard it's hard for me to watch period so I if they're on TV I I don't watch it I don't watch it I just I just let it go do you not like James Harden style of play like how about last year. I would say, I would say, and like I said, like this isn't me bat- bashing James Harden because I think James Harden is a top three most talented player in the NBA. Like his yeah. ability to handle the ball and shoot the ball and how strong he is, it's incredible, man. Like that's that skill set is out of this world. I don't, I just don't enjoy that him go, I don't enjoy the isolations as much as I enjoy just more just just everybody get getting involved and the ball moving and, and moving and reacting and all that kind of stuff. That's just that's just my my personal opinion. But like so that brand of basketball that they play, I'm just not a huge fan of. Yeah, and Europe had a big influence on that because before it was kind of like dump it down to the big man. And right. the style that we see now is more definitely a more more of a European type style. Right. It is what it is. All right. So I know we talked we talked about this a little bit with uh, your conversation with Rob, but is there anything like that you learned really recently about shooting in the past, like, I don't know, month, two months that you didn't know before? Um, I think I, I, I think that I always I, I always understood shooting. I didn't understand the level of depth that you can get with it in terms of the balance aspect of things. Right. Energy, energy transfer. Um, and then kind of looking at a player and being able to really, really diagnose the root cause of the problem. I think those three things are what has really opened my eyes up and I think made me a much, much 
better um, teacher to this point. Like, I like I, I'm sure you feel this way when you're when you're doing stuff, even like like with the podcast or something like that. Like, I I have times where I'm working with another player now, and I want to say, man, I wish I could go back in time. I wish I knew what I knew right now, so I could go back in time and help that player that I was just with four months ago. Because right. My understanding has now even grown this much more. Yeah, but it'll it'll always it'll be a cycle because four months from now, right. you know, it'll be the same thing. One hundred, one hundred percent, and I think that's a good thing for anybody. Like if if you're if you're if you're pursuing something, especially and trying to become an expert at it, if you stop learning and start and stop pushing that envelope in terms of what's possible and how to teach and and and, and understanding it, then I think you lose. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, it's a good thing in one way. And then in another way, I almost feel like I shortchange people. So it's going to be like this constant for the rest of my life. I feel like that's what it's going to be. Like, it's going to be this constant, like, oh, this is awesome that I'm learning more and I'm helping more. But I wish I could have helped that person in the past even more so. You know what I mean? Yeah, you always have to keep learning. And I think it's the same way with, like, even when you, quote, unquote, accomplish something. Like, that thing that you accomplished, like, about two days later or three days later doesn't even mean anything. You know what I mean? All the time, man. All the It's time. crazy. It's All crazy. And you could even take that to social media. Like you could post the greatest post ever and it, it helps so many people learn how to shoot. Right. Yep. Three days from now, you know, there's like so much information now that like you got to come with something new to help right. the people. Right, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I mean, all that's, that's, that's just, that's like, you know, the, the matter of just kind of understanding the moment, being present, all that kind of stuff, because you're absolutely right, man. I definitely have moments where things will happen and I'm like, man, this is awesome. And then two days later, I'm like, can I even do this anymore? <laughs> like, am I, like, yeah. Am I going to be all right? Am I going to be able, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, hundred percent. I look at things, I look at videos like that I made about a month ago and I was like, I would never post this now. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm yeah. like, what? Like, like and I thought it was so cool. Like, <laughs> like a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. Man. It's, it's wild. It's Mike, wild. It's absolutely true. Mike Dunn, man. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at C Mike Dunn. You can find me on YouTube now, man. I've been posting more more videos and what I've been doing is What's your YouTube um, channel? What's the C Mike Dunn. Okay. Three, three three words, C Mike Dunn. And I've I've literally just been kind of taking this approach of um just long form videos. So I'm gonna I I've put my whole workouts on there. I've put uh, I have one going up either tonight or tomorrow. That will be a, a player's full workout that I put in there. Really? And it's just, yeah, man. I, I just, I'm just going to put that stuff out there just because, um, for one, I think it will really help people that really want to see that kind of stuff. Um, it's going to be like a more of a basketball nerd type of thing because if you if you're really willing to sit there and watch a workout, but um, I just think it's gonna it, it's going to help people. I think it's really cool to be very transparent with the process of things. I know that we're in a very instant, you know, instant culture, and that's really not the way things happen. So I think people seeing the process is good. And plus, it's just me being transparent in terms of what I do. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I just think that, that that's a good thing. But so, yeah, so see Mike Dunn YouTube, see Mike Dunn Instagram, and then um, see Mike Dunn dot com is now official, man. Oh, wow. Um, my website is uh, is dope. My man, I, I hooked up with the, this kid from Houston, man, this for anybody out there, this is I'm getting long winded. I apologize. No, but, all good, all good. Um, for anybody out there that's ever trying to do something, man, like they're you really want something. There's this kid from Houston, Ulysses. Um, he hit me up like six months ago. He was like, "Hey, man, I really want to make this website for you." 
uh, and I was like, all right, like, let's talk, whatever. It didn't work out. I was like, all right, the numbers aren't going to work out. Hit me up like four months ago. Hey, Mike, has anything changed? Like all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh man, it is what it is. And then he hit me up again about a month ago and everything kind of changed in terms of the situation, the timing and stuff. And now him and I have been working together. He has this website up and running. It's awesome. And uh, we're on slate to do some really, really cool things together. But it's one of those things that just shows if you if you want something bad enough, or you want to make something happen, man, stay persistent with it. I tell him that, like, the only reason I really one of the reasons I agreed to do it is because of how persistent he was. Like, he was so adamant about working with me. And uh, he probably had a vision for it. Yeah, all man, along. he did. Yeah. He all, all of it, man. All yeah. of it. And it's showing, man. And we have great synergy. And I think it's it's going to be a really, really cool thing because I I've never understood really the business side of 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 social media and, and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I'm more interested in teaching, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. all I really want to do. He understands that stuff. So he has been like, you know, kind of guiding me through it and everything. So it's just been awesome. But it's one of those things that just shows, man, if you, if you do want something, you know, understand you've got to be persistent. That's a half of a year that he's been like working at that until he finally got it. You know what I mean? So, um, but I'm pumped about it, man. The site is awesome. See Mike Dunn.com and shout him out. So, uh, Combo Nation could know where to find him if they want to make a website. I don't, rem- I don't know his, his particular ad name right off okay. the top of okay. I don't know it because, but um, I, 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 put, I put his name on my stories and stuff like that for, for, for helping me out, whatever. But yeah, man, it's uh, okay, it's, it's cool for sure. He's, he's, he's done a great job, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, Mike Dunn, I know you hear this all the time because you listen to the podcast. You're always welcome back on the show, man. I appreciate it, man. Bring me back for episode two million five hundred sixty-three, <laughs> whatever it is, man. I'm, 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 I'm there for it. You know, <laughs> we out here, man. Absolutely. Later, Absolutely. Mike. Talk soon, man. All right, Talk brother. Soon. There it is. Episode 109 is in the books. Thank you for listening to Combos Court and big shouts to Mike for joining in. We appreciate you. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever. You listen to Combos Court. If you listen to this episode in its entirety, take a screenshot, post it on your IG stories, tag me at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. I'll repost it. Be on the lookout for episode 110 of Combos Court. Combo out.